Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Penalty Loop Podcast, a podcast about biathlon by Jordan Gottschalk from Penalty Loop and a regular guest, RJ Weiss from Biathlon Analytics. Good evening, RJ. It has been another couple of exciting days of racing. No kidding. It's, yeah. uh, I, I really had to get used to the idea of how long this World Cup one took. <laughs> Like it's it really felt like, you know, back to back because we've had that in the past season a couple of times, but, uh, man, it was <laughs> so worth it. It was so a... many surprises and, yeah. and tight races and surprises. Awesome. Good gracious. So, um, I was gonna say, it feels like it was a, like a world championship, except it was, I mean, I guess all Not... I was missing was a mass start, right? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but so... It, it's funny. And of course it's too soon to tell but it's funny that uh you know you always have quite a bit of questions going into the season mm-hmm. yeah and it feels like um you know at least some sort of direction the trend has been set that it's not going to be a continuation from last year no that so that's actually what i was going to say is that we had all these things that we talked about in the in the preseason pod and uh and um it's quite different already mm-hmm Right. I, you know, I think we all had these ideas of kind of, oh my God, the Norwegians are going to dominate and like what is going to happen. And, and maybe not everybody, but it's sort of what the preseason races looked like. And, and not to get too far ahead of ourselves, but that's just not, not really what we've seen. Although I think if you, if you look at all the results combined, they, they still oh, did pretty sure. well, they, but you know, just not well. yeah. as good as you kind yeah. of started to get used to. Yeah. So, um, we already covered a lot of the races. So we did a, a midway, a midway pod for the, the first couple of days uh, from the single mix, the mixed, both individual races in the women's relay. And we actually recorded just after the women's relay. So we'll probably cover some of that again, just because it's still in our minds, but we're going to try to focus mostly on men's relay. And then mostly just the sprint and pursuits. Cause there was so much yeah. that happened in the last two days or three days. And, um, yeah, so uh, go back, listen to that one too if you haven't already. So, uh, yeah, I'm just gonna just gonna let you start off. Uh, what what uh, big things came to mind? What did you, what were you thinking about? Um, for the relay, men's relay, or just in general, or anything in general. Um, one thing that um, I'm really curious about is the not so much the effect of the waxing change mm-hmm. in fluoride, but I'd be curious to do some analysis on the impact on different brands mm-hmm. because I don't know why it stood out to me, but if I remember from last year, it seemed like it was always bright yellow and a few other colors here and there. Yeah. And it seemed that this world cup, it was a lot less bright yellow. I mean, still there, but mm-hmm. it wasn't so dominant. So I don't know if more athletes switched just to different brands or mm-hmm. if, if maybe Fisher is, uh, impacted more by the new wax or maybe just a complete fluke. And, yeah. Um, That's a really interesting but, thought. And, and and you texted me that earlier in the day and I realized, Oh, I hadn't even been thinking about that. Like it just was mm-hmm. a factor. I wasn't even considering I should have been, but um, that's a, it's a really good thought. Um, yeah. Cause you're always I, thinking per nation, right? Exactly. But yep. of course, you know, it's, we saw it in uh, on the sea last year that, Mm-hmm. It was very um, unrelated to nation. It was related to brand. Mm-hmm. But I mean, right. that was an exceptional circumstance. But um, yeah, just I wondered if uh, 
if there's a difference that way or. Yeah. You know, I, I mentioned how in, in going into this weekend, you know, we, the, the preseason races had made us think that, you know, the, the Norwegians of course are going to be running away with things and J2O in particular. And I think that there were a couple of uh, things about this weekend that were, were unique in that um, one being that, uh, you know, this is the first real week of competition with the new, uh, with the new wax rules. Mm -hmm. Also, it was, beyond cold i mean this was like canmore level yeah. cold right i mean those guys it looked it reminded me of watching beijing right when they all had the, the tape on their faces mm -hmm. and they all looked frozen so i, I wonder... think they lowered the temperature because i i thought it was always minus 18 sort of the cutoff and now yeah, it's right there minus 20 yeah um which you know well, it really us. doesn't feel that different <laughs> yeah. um but yeah, I mean, I, I wonder how much that played a role. Like, did were there certain are there certain athletes? I mean, they're used to being cold, but where it's like being that cold is too much, right? Um, and then like because it just totally impacts how you warm up. And then, and then, and then I'll let you go after this. But more also, how did that affect like the waxing and the skis and and mm -hmm. that as well? Because it was yeah, I mean, that was just really cold. But if I remember from uh, when we had Christian on. Uh, mm -hmm. Christian Wolf, I think he he was saying that uh, if it's cold, it doesn't impact so much mm -hmm. that you don't have fluoride. It's more for the, mm -hmm. the wetter snow. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if it's even like if it even makes sense to talk about fluor right now or sure. not. Like yeah. I don't know if it made any impact, but it definitely seemed that some athletes were a lot faster than others, and that could be just the training schedule that they're on or mm -hmm. planned yeah. for the season, of course. But uh, mm -hmm. I heard some people saying too that it it might have looked like it was snowing, but it was almost like ice crystals. So I wonder like mm -hmm. if there was like a little bit of iciness to the top of the not enough Maybe, to yeah. not obviously didn't like honesty, but uh you know, but just enough that it changed things a little bit. It's interesting though, because I I watched uh the second or the third episode of that Swedish uh T V show about the Swedish national team, biathlon mm -hmm. team last mm -hmm. year. And and again, uh, I think I mentioned before, but it's really uh, highly recommended to watch that. Um, and it's in English translation, so for those non-Swedish uh, speakers. Um, but one, uh, I totally forgot what. Sorry, what were you talking about before here? Uh, very cold ice crystals, icy. Oh, on a sea. Um, no. That apparently it had to do with that they groomed too early before the race. And that loosened the snow too much. And then the combination of the weather made it like that the, um, I guess you always get these little, it's almost like little blocks of ice and snow at the mm -hmm. top when they groom first. Mm -hmm. And then before anybody was on to break it up a little bit, it, it had some freezing rain. So you mm -hmm. had all this ice on top, but even, it wasn't even flat. It was all bubbly uh, or like, yeah. So anyway, it was interesting to hear because I mean, at the time it was like, oh, it's just a weather, but yeah. I think it was a combination, and and they actually changed the uh, the course a little bit, and I don't recall that, but maybe maybe it was announced, but um, they took out a steeper section, and I don't remember. That. So it was a lot more to it, uh, you know, yeah. and, and uh, Sepp and uh, Ponsaloma were pretty pissed off that they because I think they changed it like fifty minutes before the start. Oh man, yeah. So anyway. It's, uh, I really enjoy it because it's, you know, it gives you that, what we like to talk about is the, the, the biathlete when they're not racing. 
Yes. It yeah. really gives uh, interesting insights on oh, what happens. Stepping on our, the they're they're on our corner. We need to kick them off or partner with them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it, uh, you know how Claire had the idea of the, um, the drive to survive except for a biathlon. It, it sort of reminds me a little bit of that. Hmm. Just sort of talking you know. about Claire. Did you see her post on the uh, Molly, the anti-doping dog? No, I didn't see this. I, I I don't know. I just saw a quick video of of you know a sniffer dog going through uh, biathlon equipment, and I don't oh, know nice. if it was just kind of a you know kind of a fun thing to to see. Oh yeah, we're taking yeah. this series and we're we're having a dog, or if it's actually a sniffing dog, I don't know. Yeah, but uh, it was pretty fun. That's cool. I love it. I hope it really is. Yeah. I hope that, and I hope the dog goes from like place to place, travels around with everybody. Yeah, I just I don't know if if uh, athletes would leave it in there bag that is just sitting in the uh <laughs> well you never know the, the, by the, hard, by hard the Rex, was, but yeah who knows yeah stalder was leaving in condoms and hardveg had his uh his, his photo <laughs> yeah. of beer so <laughs> yeah i <laughs> never uh, know what these guys are doing yeah um anyway so uh actually you know i was going to hold this for later but i think this sort of dovetails nicely with um with with something i'd ask you to to hold back but you know speaking of performances um uh, I think that uh, one of the, the the people who came up most frequently was uh, was Lagride and his um, less than stellar uh, mm-hmm. racing this weekend. Um, probably his his least successful uh, start to a season since his big breakthrough a couple of years ago. Um, right. I just uh, he he just looked nothing like the the athlete that we've we've come to expect him. Mean, he's one he's he's been second in the overall for. Um, the last couple of years, he, uh, really just, he, he was sort of an afterthought. Like if, if he, if he, if he had just changed his name, um, and if, and, you know, and, and gave him, mm-hmm. you know, just any other name, you would just have been like, like a oh, big number. right. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, he was 12th in the individual and that was his best race. He went 20th in the sprint, 25th in the pursuit. Um, he had some of his worst skiing, uh, that we've seen of him really ever in his career. Um, with uh, ski with course time ranks of 34th, 30th, and 39th, and those were actually three of his five worst. Um, 39th being one uh, second second worst. Yeah, I mean they're all they're all bad. Yeah. They, they'll look. We don't need to get to go to too deep into it. So, um, I'd be more concerned about his shooting. Then that's where I was going to go to. Was that yeah. you know, normally he doesn't have to be the best because he can still make up for it on the range and instead he goes you know downhill at 95 percent, 90 percent, then 85 percent today but it would just sort of was it's i don't know what to think of it i don't know what to make of it and the reason mm-hmm. this is interesting is because norway right now is able to start seven men and that is because stromsheim won the ibu cup last year so they get an extra bib for two weekends and so uh, this year's this weekend in Hockfieldson, and after that, they have to cut down to six. And uh, the question is going to be who makes that cut because the rest of the guys didn't really make it very easy on the grind. Um, no. They all they all performed very well. So, first of all, what's going on with them? And second of all, do you think he's really in trouble? Will they will they do what they did to Dale? Or or yeah, I'm just really curious. I've been I actually wanting all weekend to talk to you about this because I really want to know what you think. Well, I mean, like you said with Dala, they seem to be pretty uh, comfortable with cutting high-end athletes. Um, 
but I mean, I I think it's if he is again in Hochfilsen, uh kind of the same level compared to all the others, I I think it's a no brainer for them to send him down. Yeah, I can't so... imagine. I mean, you can say well he was second in the in the globe two years in a row, but I mean others were third or fourth. Yeah, right. So it's not like others were fifteen and twenty. Yeah, it's not once. like there are a bunch of bums out there. Yeah. Um, it's just so shocking because he's been so... And, and I wrote this whole huge thing about it, him last year, finally posted at the start of this season, basically about how consistent he is from race to race. Like, there's mm-hmm. no up and down with him. He just sort of is consistently... Like, he was just there. Yeah. Um, and sort of just... Uh, so I hope for him he breaks that habit. Yeah. Because <laughs> the really don't want to see him consistently in the... Uh, in the twenties, it's just, it's just strange. And you well, kind of the wonder, shooting like, is not a, a shock, right? Cause I mean, it's with him, it was always the shoot or sorry, the ski, the, the shooting is there, but hopefully this summer he can work on his skiing, but then to see him so much slower, plus the shooting, not working that, that's yeah. cause what do you work on? I mean, yeah. he can't really get much faster in a week. No. No, I mean, I, well, shooting I, is a lot about confidence, right? So, right, yeah. So, I, I just don't because what you look at the. I mean, I, I just want to quickly run through how everybody else has done. Uh, Stromsheim, who I'm sure I'm mispronouncing his name, but he went sixth, sixth, and fifth. I mean, that's remarkably consistent. Um, Swarum was thirteenth, ninth, and third. Christensen, uh, sorry, that was uh, Swarum was twenty uh, fourth, third, and seventh. Christensen was thirteenth, ninth, and third. Uh, Tarier was 26th, 2nd, and 4th. Um, and Dala was 20th, 5th, and 8th. And then uh, Johannes Tingnes was was 3rd, 18th, and 15th, but he's not going anywhere. Um, so they've all been, if not podiums, like top fives. Yeah. Um, except for, for Legrand, who's just not, not there. Um, I apologize. You were saying something and I, I wanted to get my, my point out first. No, no, I, I don't know what it was. It was just about how, um, you know, they've, they've kind of shown what, what is he going to do? What is, where is, where is the improvement going to come from? How's it going to come that quick? And I don't know. I, you know, no, the only thing is that it's possible that they've already told, um, one of the other athletes that, you know, you can do the first two world cups and then we want you back on the IBU cup. Yeah. But I don't know, like, it's an interesting choice for a coach because, you know, if you, let's say you sent Legride to the IBU Cup, you might not see him the rest of the season, mm-hmm. where at the same time, you at the start of the season, you probably pick them as your, your top gun. So yeah. it kind of messes everything up, but. Well, and then you think, you know, you look down at the IBU Cup standings and you have three of the top four Norwegian men. Right. So it's not like, right. So it's not like, it's not like there aren't other guys down there too. So like, yeah. yeah. And then the, the, you risk in, and you hope that he's, he's a strong confidence guy, but you risk like, if like the way he's skiing right now, even if you went to the IBU cup, those guys are still probably going to be going faster than him. So, um, and imagine if he's not in the top 10 there, that's what I was going to say is that like, how much does that hit his confidence that all of a yeah. sudden now he's right. Dolly, like that story, I don't think we give enough credit to, right. That he was able to come all the way back. But, um, I was you know, so confused with with Dala Skjevdal oh, now. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Because it's so uncommon that 
a men get a second last name. I don't know if this was based on marriage or if it has I, I another think it reason, was, yeah. But, uh, yeah. So I looked, yeah. I, I actually looked up if there was more, more than one dollars. Oh, so, <laughs> is this, is this, is this the second dollar? Yeah. Um, yeah. No. It, so it's the same guy and then yeah. just complete sidetrack here. But, um, so what do you think his hobby is? His hobby? I have I'll no guess. idea. Model trains. Still not Tinder. That's what it says. <laughs> <laughs> and he's married, so I well I don't know. I, I thought it, I was like, what? Probably don't see too many of those as hobbies. No. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I just I you know, I just don't know what the Norwegians do. I don't know I you that look, I I guess you could say that Ziggy Maze, he's got either the hardest choice in the world or the easiest because all of these guys are great, so he could call up, you know, he could he could send them down, and he's still probably going to have, you know, five of the top six every every race, or right, you know. But so so let's say uh, Ligret had a had a great weekend. Yeah, you you said earlier JT Bo is not going to be touched, but yeah. if he was the mm. the weakest athlete this weekend, and and similar in Hochfields, and do you think they would send him down? No. I don't know, not in a million years. Or they no, would just send him home, maybe to his. To that, his I'd uh, say that would be more. Job. Yeah, they might. He might say, "Hey, I'm going to take off." You know, the last week of trimester one, go rest, mm-hmm. and then yeah, I don't think he's going to go to the IBU Cup though. And 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 to be fair, they might do the same thing with Lagrade. He might be at that level where he's just like, "I need to go rest. I need to go get better." Right. Um. Rather than going to the uh, IBU. I mean, Cup. he could have had a cold or whatever too, right? We don't. Yeah. We don't really know what. Uh, no idea. Goes yeah. on there, but. Um, and there was speaking of there were a lot of Colts, right? So we had ten women miss the pursuit today. Um mm-hmm. Batazzi obviously missed the relay. I think we had a handful of people who missed the relay, Kabinger. Um so uh I that is definitely a possibility. Maybe he was patient zero and infected everybody else. Yeah, it could be. Um hopefully it was just a cold. Yeah. Or maybe he's one of those guys that, you know, we talked about earlier how it's just really freezing and maybe his body just didn't respond mm-hmm. well and he'll get to Austria where Maybe. it's, you know, a nice balmy, uh, zero and he'll be, uh, <laughs> he'll be right back in action. I, yeah. I don't think that's, yeah. Talk though. about sick. So I, you know, I was getting all ready for the race and then I see Canada does not start. So I reached out and, uh, Trevor, Trevor Kears was, mm, uh, was sick. Okay. So. Yeah. 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 That that's, really uh, sucked. And, yeah. Well, and I had to got... laugh. Sorry. I was like, you only got four guys, right? That's yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, it was. Uh, you know, you're always used to when the coaches are on a on a hill and mm-hmm, shouting, mm-hmm. And, and it's in German and it's in Scandinavian and yeah. Italian and French, and and then all of a sudden you hear this, "Come on, Max!" <laughs> <laughs> it almost sounded, you know, like Texas or whatever, <laughs> and it, it just stood out so so much. And uh, who was he, it? He must have just been. Oh, I don't know, some American coach, but uh, I don't think it was Augenthaler, but... Uh, I don't think so either. I don't think, unless he's been singing, I was spending a lot of time uh, I don't that. know. It was just very funny. Because that was, um, Jermaine was the athlete, because mm-hmm. he did really well. He had, uh, oh, he had a very good weekend. Yeah. Uh, quick plug, I won't spend too much time on them, but um, Jermaine, Jermaine was solid. Uh, Kelsey Dickinson had a good individual, and uh, Vincent Bonacci, and the, he had a great a great start to the, the IBU Cup. So, anyway... Mm-hmm. American men. Yeah, Jake Brown, uh, Yeah, not so much, but... Uh, no. And again, I, you know, was already Italy, Norway, and France looking similar, and then I realized that uh, the uh-huh. USA yes. has another dark blue suit. What a... Well, yeah, the, the They must have been legs, on sale or something. Oh, I know. The first two legs of the men's relay, the Americans look great. Um, 
you know, I was happy to see it. They're right there with yeah. the, the big boys. But uh, I, I like that uh, Lucas Hofer is back. He is. It's just good yeah. to see him. It is, and, uh, it is nice to see him. Yeah. And, and, I, and he doesn't look terrible. No. Right? Like, there yeah. were points last season where he was really suffering, but... Or two, mm-hmm. two years ago, excuse me. But, um, yeah. It was... He was solid, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe a little lower than solid, but still, you know, still a good guy to have in a relay team. He's working into it, right? He was 19th. Yeah. Because, I mean, talking about yeah. having, a, we, we talked about the group of four, that you need four good athletes and yeah. Sweden 12th and 18th, and then Seb still got them back to sixth, but <laughs> they were so far out. Yeah, they were really far out. Just so far out that, like, they were just, I just stopped even paying attention to them. And suddenly, mm. you know, Seba got them all the way back. Right. And I was like, Oh yeah. my God, there they are. But it, they were just, they were completely off my radar. Mm-hmm. It happened fast too. It was like the, the first couple of legs. I don't remember who it was anymore. Well, I think but, he shot really slow and then still had a miss. Yeah, yeah. So that doesn't help. And then I think another, maybe the second athlete said one or two uh, loops. Yeah. That's but. Uh, I, uh, I, I one, was, I one pulling it up. more thing uh, that stood out during the race is that uh, Johannes Dingus and uh, Benny Dole were skiing together. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. And they have that that hill with the timing, and then they turn right, kind of mm-hmm. on top of the hill, and and uh, Bo actually went sort of out of the way to to let Dole take the lead. And I mean, I can't remember from last year that would ever happen. Uh, yeah. So um, that was actually something I had written down from the race was just that uh, he definitely was not i mean he ended up with a with a faster time overall on the on the leg i think by like 16 seconds but on that first leg like dole was really not didn't look like he was stressing too hard to keep up with with johannes dingus dole always looks like he's really stressing hard wow but you know what (laughs) i mean his body all over the place yeah no i know what you mean yeah (laughs) uh um yeah i know so it's uh you know we'll see we're we're as as Bo kind of works into the into the race, but mm-hmm. or into the into the season, um, isn't it like? And they still easily win. That's yeah. That's what I was going to say. The Norwegians, they, right? Yeah, they they won by twenty seconds, but it wasn't even that close. I mean, they were oh. they were they were far enough ahead that Christensen. Did you see this? Right, he uh, shoots the five for five standing and salutes the crowd, and then kind of saunters yeah. away. So um, yeah, it was not not a stressful race on there for them at all. No. Um, but you mentioned Samuelson and I think that he's just another one of those guys that sort of, uh, was the story of the story of the mm-hmm. weekend, uh, started out because he was just wildly fast. Um, but well, he, he won the single mixed, right? With, uh, Hannah. yep. Yeah. But then I was gonna say that he really, he really, I think put the, put the nice little finishing touch on the weekend today with, uh, with that pursuit win. Oh, totally. And he was um, so close for the. Uh, we'll get into that, but he was so close even on the sprint. Yeah. Do you want to do that right now before we talk more about Samuelson? Yeah. Yeah. The sure. sprint race was crazy. <laughs> so there was the group of guys that ended up being, uh, they ended up finishing ninth, 11th, 12th, and 13th. And there were, they were all, they were bibs. It was Christensen, bib 12, uh, Ponsoloma, bib nine, Staller was 18 and, um, uh, Bionaz. I'm. I have no idea how to Bionaz? pronounce that. 
Piona. Is that it? Uh, I, I think, yeah. Okay. He was bib 13 and they all ended up within three and a half seconds of each other. And when it happened, I was like, I was going crazy. I was like, these guys are racing. Like one of these guys at least is going to end up on the podium. Like it really felt because they were all the fastest at that point. And they were, they were, uh, Christensen was clean. Uh, Ponce Loma had Sorry, one. Was missed. that the sprint? Are you talking sprint? The sprint, sprint. Yeah, sprint. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, you know, and, and Ponce Loma one miss and then, and then Southern and, and Biona had, had were clean. Sorry. And, and, and it really felt like those guys, well, at least one of them was going to end up on the podium. Christensen ended up ninth. There were eight guys who ended up ahead of them. So, yeah. um, and, and it just seemed like they kept stacking on top of each other. Cause it was like, Oh, Samuelson is like crushing everybody out there, even with two misses. And then he still ended up off the podium. <laughs> it was crazy. I know that was one of those races where I, cause he came across the finish line and I was like, Oh, he, he's got this. Oh yeah. So did I, I and even, Tardy I Bo tweeted came out over like, and you're like, Oh, well that's not going to change anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and then Naros came over and like, okay, well, that's <laughs> yeah. not going to change. Well, I guess it didn't change anymore, but, uh, Otter still came close. So, well, in the splits weren't that close, right? Cause Samuelson beat Dalit. Like he was up, he beat, uh, whatever the, the previous fastest time was by a ton. Um, I think Christensen mm-hmm. had the fastest time and, and he was like 30 seconds faster. And then, and then Taribo was, 10 seconds or eight seconds faster than Samuelson. And then Navroth was 18 seconds faster than him. It wasn't like they were just barely squeaking past each other. They were crushing it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was so much fun because basically right to the end, you were, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. not sure what was going to happen. <laughs> no. Well, cause you even had still, I mean, cause then, uh, Swerum, Swerum from, from bib 63, he ends up third dollar was bib 45 and he ended up fifth. Uh, Fabian Claude was, was seventh at bib 40. Johannes Kuhn was eighth in bib 61. So you just had a lot of guys coming from further back that ended up pretty high. That was, mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. And then you had, you know, QFM and Johannes Tignesbo were 16th and 18th and Hofer was 19th and Lagrade was 20th. And those guys didn't play a role in the race at all. It was kind of nice. This is going to sound weird. I love those guys. I love it when they're on top of their game. It was really nice to have an exciting men's biathlon race that didn't feature yeah any of them yeah and it's uh, i was looking at the data for a jt bow and he had the second uh in the first lap but yeah um i think he was pretty far behind samuelson yeah 7.3 and then lap two he was third fastest eight seconds behind samuelson and then lap three he was i think in uh 23rd ski time 24.4 seconds behind serum Serum. Yeah, I don't know. Did he just know he couldn't? Yeah, that's not so yeah, unusual. Yeah, but there's still he, the pursuit coming, right? So that's what I'm saying. That's wanna, so so unusual. It's not a race you want to give up. Usually he kicks it, and like even if he has two or three misses, like he still fights for whatever he, every second. But huh. mm-hmm. yeah, it was and and that I mean, was a lot of fun. We got a big treat uh, just before that with a women's sprint too. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we before we go, Navrat. Yeah, uh, yeah, his first career win, age 30. Yeah. Never give up. So you had these young guys coming up, but, but yeah, that was, that was neat. It reminded me of Kuhn doing the same thing a couple of years ago. Um, sorry, you were going to say. No, no, I was just saying that, that, uh, the women's sprint was already a, a great start to the day. Yeah. Cause it's, it's yeah. been a while that we've seen that, that close of a finish too. The, the women's women's. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we, we can stay with, stick with the men for a bit, but, uh, yeah, yeah. 
So, um, but what, what do you like Christian in the shooting range? He was clean. Randomly. Yeah, he was clean. He was right? 10. Yeah, he was 10 for 10. No, no, he but, was, uh, his, so his, uh, oh, 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 second shooting was 66 seconds. What happened? 44 and a half seconds behind fastest. Um, he probably just froze and cause he came in with the big lead. He did. Yeah. Uh, 135. Huh. So I don't know, maybe he had too much time and started thinking about, oh, if I only clean this, then I'm um, got it in win. the bag. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Cause, and it was mostly like, sometimes you'll see, you know, one, two, three, and then they need to breathe or whatever. And then mm-hmm. they can't get it back to, to steady or something. But this mm-hmm. was almost like shot. The first shot took, took not too, too long. I, if I remember correctly, but then like, 10 seconds, 12 seconds. Like it just took forever. Let's see and, if I can pull uh, it up real quick to see how long that was in between. Yeah, he raced fast. Yeah, but it's, I, I don't think he, like, I mean, I was really impressed that he still hit all five. Cause usually when you get into that yeah. mode, oh, you, my word. you get so anxious. Okay. Got to shoot, got to shoot. And then here it is. Yeah. So it was 16.5 to his first shot, then nine seconds then 10 seconds, then 25 seconds to his fourth shot, and then mm. three seconds into his fifth. Oh, three. Okay. Yeah, but 25 seconds between the third and fourth. Yeah. A minute and six. So uh, compared to Navroth, who went 24.5 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, there's a... Yeah, got to imagine he wished he had that back today. Yeah, extra, well, give him give him thirty seconds back, and yeah. it made a bit of a difference. Yeah, it was uh, you know uh, a, v- a weird, I guess. You can call yeah, them just uh, people get frozen just frozen at, at yeah. yeah, they they just get they get stuck there. And talking about long shootings, which also was super impressive. Uh, I don't know if you saw da- David Zobel. Uh-uh. He had issues with uh, his bolt, I think, because he, no. he tried to load the next round and didn't get in and tried again. And then, so he actually used two spares, which I guess if it's a technical issue with your rifle, Mm -hmm. you can do that. Um, And he he didn't take more shots or anything. Um, But I was like to do that. So he had to like pull the bolt, pull the bolt, pull the bolt, not working. (laughs) Then one working, then pull the bolt, didn't work. So to go through that and then have to do two manual reloads and still hit all five, that's... (laughs) I was like, wow. It's good shooting. And then so, I don't know if you saw his last shot. No. So he, I think he must have hit an edge and the, the tilting of the, you know, the flap basically, mm-hmm. the the wide thing going up, it went so slow. I'm I'm not kidding. I think it took about two seconds before the thing was up. <laughs> he was already halfway up to leave the mat. Yeah. And then you see, look, see him look over the shoulder like, what was that? Because I'm pretty sure he thought it was a miss. Yeah, it was like, how, how many penalty looks? Because he shot, and then yeah. you don't, it's still black. So, yeah. you know, you get up, you're still looking at what? Yeah, it was yeah interesting shooting for him. Where did but, he end uh, up finishing? I am not sure, but... This is in the sprint race? Yeah, he was 30th. That's actually pretty two impressive. Behind. Yeah. yeah, two misses in the standing, but... Uh, yeah, it's it's pretty impressive if you uh, can 
shut that all out and just go with the flow and um i yeah i i certainly that is not a talent i think i have i think i just would have gotten <laughs> frustrated and maybe yeah <laughs> yeah so um one thing i i wanted to mention is um so when they were all standing you know how they do the the flower ceremony and they're all waiting in line and there's mm-hmm, an mm-hmm. IBU guy pulling yeah. down on the bibs and that kind of thing and then uh so nara was standing in front and then there was a bit of an empty spot and then uh Serum, samuelson dolly and strumsheim mm-hmm. were all chatting with each other i'm i'm assuming in some sort of mix of norwegian and swedish <laughs> and you could really nara you could see he was just kind of standing there yeah. not knowing what they're talking about poor guy <laughs> and then Tarya came in there and yeah. he started chatting with him right away and he was kind of joking with him and i to me, kind of so exemplifies Tarje's, yes. yeah. you know, attitude. And, and I don't know if he did it on purpose that he saw that that he was sort of closed off because being second, he was standing ni- n- uh, next to Naroth. But yeah. I don't know. I, I thought uh, it, was it cool wouldn't surprise me. It just seems like the kind yeah. of thing that he does. Um, he's very quick to celebrate others, which is really neat. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Didn't really have anything else for the men's the men's sprint, but I did want to touch on. Samuelson. I just make a note, but it was more general for the weekend with JT Bo. If he is he is yeah. he your is he human or is he sick or did they decide for this this year that um, he also wants to focus on his on his child and maybe yeah. is aiming for a really strong world championships or yeah I don't know yeah I but it reminded it reminds me a lot of. Uh, uh, the year after QFM won mm-hmm. the globe where yeah. everybody's like, Oh, let's see if he can do it. And he didn't start very well. If I remember correctly. Yeah, no, that's a, that's exactly, exactly what, yeah. yeah what it feels like. Just really like, Ooh, but it, looks cause awesome. he also, um, in this race, the men's sprint, he stayed behind, uh, Ponsaloma for a while. Mm-hmm. The but, pursuit, now, you know, Ponce is also not a, a slouch, but no. Um, yeah. Again, he, I don't recall him ever doing that last year. It was like, no. I'm just going to go ahead. And if you want to stick behind me, that's great for you. But, uh, yeah, give yeah. It your best shot. Yeah. Sort of. I, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I am fully confident that I am faster than you and good luck. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Right. He actually, so he did have, I think he was the fastest man on the course in the pursuit today. And that was the first time that he had done that. Yes. This season. And it didn't so, look like it. Uh, no, nope. But he was I, kept wait, I kept waiting. Really I kept waiting. like, yeah, I kept waiting. I was like, is he going to make some like vicious charge, you know, and, and like really yeah, yeah. push himself, push himself through. But it was really like, right. And, and again, I, I, I'm not, I don't, I'm not trying to be a, a, a singularly focused just on Samuelson, but um, in the pursuit race, he, it, it early on, like he sort of dragged himself into it with his skis and gave himself the opportunity so that when Navrat did finally miss that he was there to take advantage of it. Like he really, because mm-hmm. he, he started far enough back that it wasn't a sure thing. It wasn't like, oh, of course, you know, if, if he misses, but he, he yeah, gave himself he, the opportunity. Did he, um, Samuelson missed once, I think, in the first shooting? It was the last, I was, think it, was it his first shooting? I know he missed. Why not? No, you're right. He went uh, four or five, four or five, five or five, four or five. Because he started, what, 20 seconds ahead? Oh no, he started behind. Uh, he started behind. Yep. Yeah, he yeah, was yeah. 26 seconds behind at the start. Yeah. So, yeah, and and it took until after the third shooting um for him to to take the lead, but 
Um, but he was catching like he was catching up the I, entire time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The entire race. Yeah, was he was like, very determined. Yes, it was like it was like it was definitely one of those like three steps forward, one step back, three steps forward, one step back with the with the right. race, but um, the yeah, I it was yeah. I'm just gonna say what I did before. He he it was one of those like the harder I work, the luckier I get type things. It was like he he gave himself he put himself in position so that when the opportunity presented itself, he could follow through on it. And that's exactly what he did was, uh, you know, not Roth misses and, uh, and, and he stepped right through. What, uh, what I was surprised by is, uh, I don't know. Unfortunately, I didn't look up how many misses Seaman Ader had last year, but going with his, uh, I believe 114 shots in a row mm-hmm. where he hit the target. It can be that many. And this weekend he had five. Wow. Well, he was really cold out there to be fair. He's just yeah, freezing huh? out there on the. <laughs> well, but I mean, everybody. No, was, I, I'm, I'm being silly. Uh, yeah, no, it's to have even like two misses in a sprint. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, and he had, yeah. there was one race maybe today where he had both in prone and standing. Um, uh, yeah, he was, was still today. super yeah, fast, but, but he was well, uh, one of the fastest shooters. But and the funny thing is the weekend started off with him and the individual, you know, um, you know, he was being in it for quite so a long, long time. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah so. Um, yeah. And then it was just kind of a weird, a weird finish to the weekend for him. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, no, that's, a, that's an excellent question that he already, you know, if you, if you were to say how many misses will he have for the season? Well, uh, probably more than last year. <laughs> yeah. The, the over is looking pretty likely, I think, uh, with, yeah. with five in one weekend. Yeah. Hey, let's, uh, switch to the women. Cause we, uh, we've spent a we lot of time barely, with the guys. Barely talked to them. Uh, yeah. talked about the women. Uh, thank you. That's a that's a that's a, a good switch. Who's, I, uh, who's your woman of the week? Uh, there was this French French woman. <laughs> yeah. who, who we may have mentioned once or twice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, in case you didn't listen to last week, uh, Arjun and I had a little a little debate of who would be the best French woman at the end of the week, and and RJ took Jean Monnet, and and I said ah, I think Simone will be the best at the end of the season, and then. Immediately after I I said that, Jean Manon won back to back races. So uh, yeah, pretty good weekend by her. Yeah, he would. Yeah, yeah, and and like you said, it, we were talking about the end of the season, and obviously no guarantee that she'll keep it up this way. But uh, yeah, I was super impressed with with because uh, mm-hmm. uh, in Oslo, remember that she was going into the fourth shooting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, in the lead and she she lost the lead yeah um so i was i was kind of curious how she would handle it this time but uh handled it pretty well to say the least yeah she was she was awesome i mean she's looked awesome the entire weekend uh, mm-hmm. i think that there's there's pretty much no doubt that she's she's ready um and uh i don't know i i i, I think that this was just sort of a preview of what we're going to be seeing for a while because she's not old mm-hmm. like what is she she was born 20, in i think she just missed the uh 25 bib yeah so she was born in 98 she turns 20 yeah she turns 25 before december 31st i believe is the rule yeah but, she's uh, she's 25 right now um so uh she's good man mm-hmm. like and funny too because uh and i know it's probably uh um a, a language bury a little bit but uh at the end she was interviewed and because they had that little uh 
ski tangle uh, with Preutz with mm-hmm. the, yep. the yep. final sprint. Yeah. And then she's like, <laughs> she's kind of like feeling bad and saying like, oh, I didn't plan it. <laughs> it's like, well, that's probably a good thing. And if you did, you probably shouldn't tell that on, on TV. <laughs> but, uh, and I, I, well, since we're there anyway, I think uh, Preutz took that really well. Like she didn't seem, you know, to go straight to the, to yep. the juries and, mm-hmm. and be like, oh, that yep. was unfair. Or yep. I think totally she agree. realized it was just, you know, sometimes happens and exactly that's just part of tight tight races and sprints yeah it was a very it was a very mature way of taking it which mm-hmm. of course you know we sort of expect from i mean from they still have maybe they put in a, a what do you call that objection or yeah whatever but i don't i don't think so yeah because he also saw that uh that new german coach with the french coach right away like mm-hmm. you know good race and so um but yeah, I I I I think that you you posed the question: Is Jean Monod is she a, a overall globe contender this season? And I I said no, and I think I was one hundred percent wrong. Right? I mean, how can you say anything well, other than? I mean, it's pretty early, right? But yeah, uh, she won she won two races, so I think she's yeah. she's. We'll see, but I, I I think that this is the continuation of what we were seeing, like just a, a step better from last season. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it was a bit of a summary, like the women's sprint of, of the whole weekend where yeah. uh, Norwegians were surprisingly good. Yeah. Um, Elvira and, uh, well, the Swedish were kind of up and down Yep, on the women's side. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Simone was okay uh, for her standards. Mm-hmm. Seems yeah. a bit like the, the older Simone again with, you know, less mm-hmm. reliable shooting. When she, when she hits, fast. when she hits, she's yeah. good, but yeah, sort of like Elvira. Um, but Tandervolt was super fast at some point. She, uh, yeah, started. I don't know, there was an athlete before who started before her, um, and she came like that athlete was in the picture when she was shooting, and Tandervolt came in so fast after and actually looked at <laughs> that. There was a second ski. And she was fastest skier in that loop with two seconds over Preutz and three seconds over Lampage. Oh my god! So that's yeah. uh, she, but also uh, yeah, Noten was she was fast, pretty fast too. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was the best. I I I found this, but she it was the best race of her career in terms of course time rank. So um, okay. that the sprint yeah. race was, uh, and if she can do that on a regular basis and hit her shots. Like she's a really good shooter. Um, mm-hmm. She reminds me a little bit of a like a like. Um, I think it was a little bit like a, a Hartweg from last season, where he was a really good shooter and he was just fast enough, right? Like, don't right. get me wrong, he was fast, but like to be competitive and ended up with the with the blue bib and and Noten's a little bit older, but um, if if she really is going to be this fast this season, like she's going to have a definitely a career year maybe uh just yeah, Lova is like sort of a better a better example of somebody um who did that a couple of years ago um, well and in, in all fairness or, i i don't want to say i wrote her off in our in our sort of season preview but i i think i did mention her as as one of the athletes that could kind of be dropped off the team with all the young talent coming up but mm-hmm. uh, well she's although she's i mean arna Klave, uh got in third first mm-hmm. podium so it's not that the young ones are not doing as good as expected but no Arna Clive was, was right, third right and then with them so 
followed it up with fourth. So it's not like she fell yeah. off, right? Noten yeah. was what? Well, second she was in... really good in the uh, the mixed relay. She too, was right. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Noten second and eighth. Marta Krokstad Johansson was in seventh in the in the sprint. Mm-hmm. Tondravold, of course, she was solid all weekend. Um, Vogue I was gonna, was you mentioned you mentioned tangible. Pretty... I'm sorry. No, I I was impressed by Vogt. We we've talked about Vogt with shooting pretty solid, and but yeah, she can and she has her had her moments last season with ski speed. Yeah, but uh, she was I think she for the women's sprint she was seventh. Uh, ski time. Uh, seventh in ski so time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. And and uh, in the pursuit she was fourth, I think, ski time. Twenty seconds behind Lampich, which is you know not a no I shame am, in that. No. If she can do this, so this is what I think everyone was expecting last season, and and she would show flashes of it. But if she can do this for a full season, like she's going to be awesome, because mm-hmm. um, she's yeah. she's not even shooting. I don't think as well as she as she can. Mm-hmm. Um, and and, and Proitz also like you you had asked me, do I think that she's going to be a overall Globe contender? I look. I think no. They all could be right. Proitz could be. Voice vote yeah. could be right. Their Tan- Tangervold could be right. She's like yeah. one shot They're away definitely from off to a good. Or Proitz yeah. is definitely off to a good start, and so Proitz looks amazing, right? Yeah. So um, I, this is just, I, I have just been really loving the women's racing so far because there mm-hmm. are just so many women who are racing so well. Um, you know, you just well, scroll- even Fitotzi. Um, cause yes. she missed a relay, I'm assuming yeah. because she wasn't feeling great. So, cause she was, um, her shoot or sorry, her ski speed, she was 33.7 seconds behind the fastest, Yeah, which she could probably do better on her, you know, when she's fully healthy. Yeah. Uh, but well, she won the zero, individual at least. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, so that was good. And she, that was, she still had the ninth ski time that day. So <laughs> yeah, she was sick. Well, and, and Elvira, Elvira can't hit right now to save herself, but she's still skiing really fast. Um, and that I mean, Lampage fi- over five seconds, but right? uh, even, Lampage had an extra penalty loop. So let's say even today she had four misses and moved up from eleventh to tenth. So <laughs> yeah. right, like and usually four misses, you're going backwards in a hurry. But um, yeah, crazy. Yeah. So I, I, it's just there's so much, and we haven't even mentioned uh, Hannah. Um, yeah, was it was had a solid weekend. So I, the women, there's just a lot there. Um, mm-hmm. If you had to pick one right now, this is way obviously way 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 too early. That you had to pick your your overall globe winner from Jean Monod, uh Preutz, Vogt, Tangervold, Elvira, uh, Vitozzi, Hanna. We'll throw her in there. Uh, Simone. If it's by who I wish. I I'd be very very happy for Francisca Preutz after all the yeah. setbacks that she's had. Um, wouldn't that be Wouldn't that be a story? But I, there was not a single name in that list where yeah. I where I would be disappointed. I think like the two all... that would yeah no, I know I'd say the the two for like just the the like it'd be it'd be cool to I, so Preutz would be my number one story right? But I think Vitozzi also just you know yeah coming back from as far down as she was to to come back and win the globe yeah. also like i think that uh i think tangible has spent a lot of time in and ekhoff shadow especially so it would be that would be another interesting one well I remember again i would be ekhoff wasn't there and then roisland 
Yes. Yeah. To, exactly. Took Eckhoff's shadow or yeah. Uh, yeah. put her in. Uh, so I would I would be thrilled with all of them. You know, I was a bit surprised when... to see uh, to to see her do that well, Ten Revolt, because I I don't know I had a, I didn't have a feeling that she would be right up there, but mm-hmm. she totally was. So. Well, and 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 she, like you said, her skiing has just been outrageous. Mm-hmm. So she was, yeah. I think you already said this, but third but I think and fourth she was actually sprint. the one, and and Noten as well. Where because originally I was thinking maybe the the Norwegians are just not there with the waxing, but uh, which is kind of weird with you know JT Bo still having the fastest time, but he was just not yeah. as dominant. Um, but then Tanvirol being so so fast, so that's that's why I started thinking maybe it's. You know, could be team, but it could also be brand or. Um, That's actually a really good point. I'd have to that'll that'll require a lot more research than I've done yet. But yeah, and it, I don't think that the data is in the uh, the athletes' information on the biathlon uh, really results, get but it's yeah. I don't think it's really uh, available to download or whatever. Um, um another thing I was going to say about yeah. some athletes that uh, I was happy to see that Davidova had a, a much better race. Oh, thank goodness! Yeah. The, the first the, couple of races weren't that great. Benita Piper from uh, Canada went yes. from 51st to 37th. Yeah. Anna Gantler, guest of the pod, 45th to 24. Big And rise. I think we mentioned her before, Maka from Poland. Yes. Yep. 46 to 22. Mm-hmm. Um, we will be talking more about her in the relatively near future. That's just a little tease there. Um. So uh, Jessica Yaslova also, did you mention her? Yeah. 56 to 23rd. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, the, the, the Czech team really had a, had a nice, uh, a nice day to day. So it's good to see. And I quickly looked at the, uh, the day performance. So the, just without the uh, start difference, mm-hmm. it was Preutz first, then Vogt, then Lou. Uh, I I don't know. I keep writing first names: Juni, Arnaclive, Tenderfold, yeah. Hannah, Simon, and uh, Justine Brejaboucher. Uh, which I find interesting is that I've seen multiple shots of Justine Brejaboucher hugging Jean Monod, and not a single time that I, I I saw one kind of distant, unpersonal hug from Simon with yeah. uh, Jean Monod, but that was right after the race. Yeah. So she could have been just super tired, but uh, I don't know. It's Simone also. I, I'm really curious about the uh, yeah. what's going on in the French French team. Well, the very next thing on my list was the French woman. So um, you know, we talked about Jean Monod being clear clear best on the team right now. The rest of the team has just been a little bit bumpy. I think we can all excuse Brazil Boucher. Excuse me. Wow, that was horrible butchering of her name, but. Um, uh, as she comes back from maternity leave, right? She still looks fast, but she's still building into it. Simone is, you know, who knows where. Um, Chloe Chevalier has still up really, there. Yeah, but, it still looks uh, still yeah. up there, but not not where she was. She looks right. like you said it earlier. She looks more like a couple of years ago, and she even said mm-hmm. herself that she's like mentally drained from everything that's been going on. I mean, of course, how couldn't you be? So um, yeah. yeah. So anyway, I, I was. Do you think there's any circumstances in which Julia Simone steps away for a week or two? Oh, I have no idea. Yeah, I just it's you know, I mean they were still in the women's relay together, right? Mm-hmm. No, where they are, they're right, um, right, and like three mean, and like four. I I haven't read up on it or anything. Like mm-hmm. 
to me, it seems on the one hand, it's like, okay, well, you know, something you can get over, but if you take it to court and at, at the same time, if you can't, if you feel you cannot trust your teammate for, you know, things that are not even related to biathlon. Right. You know, yeah. and, and then I think I, we talked about this before, what does it do to the rest of the team? Cause you, it's really hard not to pick a side and, and pretend that it's yeah, not happening, but who knows? I mean, they may be sitting next to each other at, uh, at breakfast and, be like, well, this is in court, but let's move on. Or I don't know. More power to people who can do that. I can't. Yeah. Right. But so. uh, yeah, that must be pretty awkward. Um. Yeah. I don't know. Good luck to those coaches. That's just a lot to have to deal with. Um. You did mention the friends' performances, and I want to quickly step back to uh, the men mm-hmm. and shout yeah. out uh, Fabian Claude Claude. Yeah. Who was How about that? Uh, I think the f- the best Frenchman in general, but also uh, in the sprint. Yeah, which is also a bit concerning, right? If that is yeah. your best position, yeah. not not a bad f- by him, but just because uh, what num- uh, what place seventh. did he come in seventh? And mm-hmm. and if that's your your best, For, forty eight seconds back. Yeah. Um, what do you think like, of uh, Jacqueline? Jacqueline is, is, yeah, his usual self. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. He was what fourth, fifth on the team. Yeah, he was a couple of spots behind Perot. So, yeah, it's tough. But but kind of you know all over the place again. Like yeah, very fast, right wild shooting at some point, and then uh, yeah, QFM was pretty solid, I think. But he had he skied uh, fast, just couldn't hit better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, we'll see if he he gets it. I I never count he was, him. The, so QFM was second today in the pursuit in the. Yeah, that's, that's without more like it. Time. I I, yeah. I just I never counted him in the in the sprint. So or in the sorry, not in the sprint, but in the the first weekend of the season, just because it feels like he always needs a week or two to warm into it. But mm-hmm. um, I, I still think. But I looked at the other. So Christensen was the the best isolated time. Then QFM. Then Sebastian. Christensen really Zobel. wishes he would have shaved about uh, thirty seconds off his sprint standing shooting yeah. time. Yeah, Zobel, uh, and then uh, Giacomo, Pansaloma, and then uh, JT Bo. Zobel. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. The German men. And I was also impressed by another Italian. I totally lost his name. Biona. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, He's he been fast. He had a 14th, 13th, 5th, 32nd, yeah. and 3rd. Uh, he's He's been looking good. Yeah. And fast. Very fast. Very yeah. fast. So uh, much more so than I expected. And he's been faster than Giacomel, some, if not every race, several of the races. Right. Um, any other race-related things? Um, I thought in the pursuit it was interesting. Like, obviously, we're pretty close, both being ha- or both having a great performance today. But uh, the JT Bow was faster than Sebastiansen, even though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh no, they both had three misses, so they did the same distance. But yeah. Sebastian uh showed, shot ten seconds faster. Oh, that's interesting. So where, you know, Bo's maybe prone he's not very fast, but shooting or standing he's standing pretty fast. Standing is pretty quick. Yeah. Yeah. If um, the camera can't can't keep up with you then. <laughs> uh we talked about sorry, I'm I'm all over the place now. We're about an hour in, but um we talked about the the women's pursuit, like the very end of it. But mm-hmm. I actually thought it was really neat how the way the race unfolded in that 
um, pretty much after the first shooting, you had this group of like six or seven. And then it's sort of like, it was one of those sort of survivor type things, right? It kind of yeah. got whittled down, whittled down, whittled down. And then John Minot on laps like three and four looked like she was toast. Um, she just mm-hmm. looked like she, she lo- really looked like, like she was just clinging on, you know, trying just to hang in there. And then she, of course, goes clean 20 for 20. So she cleans her last. And, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you just, you, you, you stay in it long enough and, and you're going to get the adrenaline yeah. if you're there at the end. And, but uh, it's so funny that, too, cause she said, um, that one of the coaches in the last lap that yeah. she's like, yeah, Francie was, was behind me only five seconds. So she's like, okay, I'm happy with second. Yeah. <laughs> and then, she, you know, to, she looked done. And so like, I was like, hey, yeah. you know, maybe if she, if she can just hang on there, hang on, hang on. But. Um, I'll be honest. I didn't. I did not. When she left the range, at what was it? Five seconds, four seconds, three. It was mm-hmm. not not a huge lead. And I was like, mm, she's probably not gonna. Oh, I thought I yeah. knew she had it in the bag. Oh, I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> That's just my my doubt of her, I guess. Yeah. Um, but no, it was it was it was a fun race. Just it just I love those races, those pursuit races, or those mass start races where it's just like you know you, yeah. you start these lead groups that well, just that's what get smaller pursuits smaller. are about, right? Yes. Yeah. 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 Uh, so one little fun. fun fact. Yeah. The Gasparin sisters had oh, exactly no. the same shooting time total today. Oh, that's one fifty seven point six. That is nuts. That is just a weird weird fact. You know, Switzerland. Um the Darlings. One of my I just I love watching them just because they were, you know, sort mm-hmm. of one of those mid tier teams that, you know, they uh they really had sort of a, a great season. Well, they definitely had a great season last year and Hartveg does does not like racing in Sweden apparently. Um overall the, better today, right? He definitely was better today. That was best best day of the of the of the week by far. Um right. and uh but but Stalder looked really good. Um this was the no fastest kidding. he's ever been in his life. Still is actually shooting. He hit like ninety four percent this weekend, which if he yeah. keeps that up, like good gracious. But um well, and it's not uh like he was great shooter last year already right it's not yeah. just a lucky weekend or whatever exactly yeah so oh. um yeah so i think uh, sort of a mixed weekend i think hockey gross hacky gross was, mm, was pretty yeah, good, good so weekend too. Yeah. yeah so that was pretty solid um last and then we're off to Hochfilzen. yeah exactly well you know so so one name we didn't mention lisa hauser was uh not really figuring anywhere this week uh but she's going home and she's going to get a win just it's going to happen Okay. I, I don't actually believe that. She doesn't look like it at all, but, you know, can always be hopeful. Yeah, and I, I must say that uh, um, Magnuson was completely under my radar this weekend. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but uh, who knows? Uh, as, we go towards, uh, as we go towards Austria, we have yep. Germans in the yellow bib for both the men and the women. By the slimmest of margins, Navrath is up wow. by one point over Samuelson. And Ports is up by three points over Jean Monod. Hmm. Which I think goes to show how great a weekend Ports had. That Jean Monod wins two straight races and she Ports is still in yellow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right? that's, yeah that's a good point. Vokes in third, Noten in fourth, Batazzi in fifth. What a, if anybody predicted that coming out of the, <laughs> out of the, the first weekend, yeah. wouldn't believe it. Are you, uh, you're not doing a fantasy thing or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Nope. 
Uh, off the top of your head, do you know how many Norwegian men are in the top 10? 11. <laughs> That's what it feels like, right? Uh, probably, uh, I don't know, four? No, it's everybody but Lagrade. Okay. So Tarje's wow. in third, Stromsheim fifth, Christensen sixth, Sorum seventh, Johannes Tignisbu is in eighth, and then Dala is in tenth. So the only non-Norwegian. Like what are. an awful weekend for the for the Norwegians. I know, I know. Navroth is first, Samuelson second, Strello is fourth, Stalder is ninth. And those are the non-Norwegians in the top ten. <laughs> wow. Uh, well, we'll although the Germans last, so and then I'll then I'll let it go. But the Germans have obviously Navroth is is first, Strello in fourth, Reese in eleventh, Kuhn in fourteenth, and Dole in fifteenth. So. Yeah, not bad. They're, uh, yeah, not bad at all. Yeah. All right, so uh, off to Austria. So you're predicting a win in Austria for Hauser? Home. I'm going to predict a win. I'm going to predict a win every weekend the rest of the year, and, and I'll be right eventually. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we'll see it. Okay, I'm just quickly looking at the races that they're having there. It's just sprint re or. Sprint of pursuit and then the men and women relay. Yep. Yeah. Nothing too so. exciting. All right. Um, speaking Stalder. of the men's relay, oh. I, I meant to mention this earlier. Austrian men in fourth place. Didn't see that coming. Helps mm. when uh, the Swedish men were so far out of it. But yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah. I have to go back and look to see the last time they finished that high. But yeah. And did, uh, just out of curiosity in the women's relay, did uh, Hauser. Take part Compete. of that, or did she it did. just bump her off again? No, no, she competed. <laughs> I know. You're just, you're just trying to get rid of her. You're trying to make her retire. <laughs> hey, I'm not getting rid of her. If, <laughs> if anybody gets rid of her, it's herself. Hey! <laughs> and the Austrian <laughs> women were seventh, so not uh, not their best. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to right, be fair, in the, in the relay, she cleaned, so she did work there. All right. Wasn't By the way, fault. she raced her 300th career race this past week. Oh, there you go. Yeah. So I got to gotta celebrate it. That is way too much Lisa Hauser talk at the end of the pod, but, you know, <laughs> can't help myself. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I think we'll close it there. It's, uh, it's good to be back. It in really the, is. In, in the biathlon season. So. All right, everybody. Take care.